Hello and welcome to another episode of Boas Briefs. And today I will be talking about how to get started with functional programming. And uh, there are many languages you can use to, to do functional programming. But my advice is to start doing this with Elm. Elm is a programming language, a functional programming language, but it's also a compiler and runtime and many other things. With uh, Elm, you can build uh, web applications. And because anything you build in Elm uh, compiles to JavaScript, you can just run it in the browser. And this means that you can build familiar and useful things with Elm, things that you would normally build with JavaScript, for example. Um, Elm is a functional programming language, so this means that you only can create functions to make an app. And, and this is a difference from, uh, for example, JavaScript or Ruby, which are multi-paradigm. So you can do functional programming, you can do object-oriented programming, or a mix or whatever uh, paradigm you want to use. But with Elm, it's a strictly functional programming language. Uh, Elm is a, a small language, so it has a, a small API. And that means that the language is relatively simple. Uh, Elm is statically typed. So the compiler will check your code if there is anything missing and whether you did not forget to define types for anything that you use. Um, with Elm, you create functions and these functions are pure, uh, meaning that every function returns something and that every function cannot handle side effects. So a function cannot do anything outside of its scope. The only thing a function can do is based on the arguments uh, passed to the function. But if you uh, if you cannot have if you cannot handle any side effects, then you might wonder how is it possible to build anything useful or anything that works with Elm. And that's where the Elm runtime comes in. So what the Elm runtime does is when your Elm app is running in the browser, the Elm runtime will handle side effects for you by uh, calling your code. The compiler has made sure that you you've handled everything that needs to be handled in your app. So for example, if you call an API, then in your code, you need to make sure that you implemented something that should happen when the API call is successful, but also what should happen when the API call is not successful. And uh, not successful in Elm means uh, not that you will have errors in your code, in your application, but then instead the runtime will just return a value indicating that the call was not successful. So the actual error, if an error occurred, uh, occurred in the runtime and will be handled there. So in your code, no errors can happen. The way you uh, structure the code in, in an Elm application is uh, using the so-called Elm architecture. The Elm architecture is a way of structuring your code. And in your code, you will create a, a view which you will render to the DOM. Uh, you will create a model, which is the state of your application, and you will uh, implement the so-called update. And the update is something you can uh, compare a bit with a, uh, a reducer. So the update, the model, it updates the state. 
So when you uh, run your Elm application, which has been compiled to JavaScript, then the Elm runtime will render the view in the browser. Then uh, a user might interact with your application. So they might click uh, buttons or they, they would enter data into a form. And uh, when they do, a message is sent to the update part of your Elm architecture application and the update will update the model. Just like with, for example, React, when the model has updated, so when the state has changed, the application will be re-rendered and the UI will uh, reflect whatever uh, needs to change in the UI. The fact that uh, there is the compiler and the runtime and the fact that that Elm is uh, statically typed makes your code uh, cannot have null or undefined and it can also not have runtime errors. And this means that there is a lot less to worry about if you compare it to uh, JavaScript. So again, although your Elm application is compiled into JavaScript, you are uh, coding, you are programming in the Elm language, which will, uh, like I said, save you from many things to worry about. The cool thing about Elm, and of course there are many other languages, but at least for Elm, is that the um, uh, prejudice we have about functional programming, that it's uh, very difficult and very mathematical and these kinds of things is uh, not uh, true. So if you uh, would try Elm, you would find that it's pretty uh, easy to get started and it's a lot of fun. So yeah, I hope that uh, this short um, introduction to Elm is uh, interesting for you. Uh, give it a try, it's fun. Uh, it's very refreshing to do functional programming, is my experience, when you're used to doing, for example, object-oriented programming. Some, some resources for learning more about functional programming and Elm. Um, you could check out uh, Scott Vlashin. He has many talks about functional programming. He uses F-sharp, which is a programming language uh, by Microsoft, which is also a beautiful language, by the way. Another resource would be Richard Feldman, who talks a lot about Elm and I will post some uh, some links in the show notes. So yeah, I would say check it out and see for yourself whether functional programming and Elm is interesting for you. So uh, thanks for listening and uh, see you next time.